double header today, folks. Everyone, hello, hello, and welcome. It is take 264. It is a double header today. Um, two two very interesting movies that we're going to talk about today. We're talking about Boy in the Heron, the new Hayao Miyazaki Studio Ghibli film, and the latest iteration of Paul King, his newest film, the director of Paddington and Paddington 2. Um, with the star of it, Timothy Chalamet. We're talking about Wonka as well. And it's our letter I draft movie, starting with the letter I. We'll talk about things we've watched. We'll talk about what's coming up for us. And without any further ado, it is your boy, The Sweet Keeks. And who do we got on the other it is, end? It is, uh, you know, your boy, TC. It is the co-host of Sweet Film Talk. I like TC how you had, a, you had a nice wind up there and just... Sent a nice slow pitch down the middle. <laughs> you're, I sure it did. Felt like you're getting ready for a cool little intro to yourself. But now nah, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it average. We're going to keep it just steady. So it's never average. It's always the fact we've been doing this for almost six years, man. There's nothing average about SFT. Do you know what I mean? You know, I was actually, yeah, Keeks and I were talking and it's kind of humbling because, you know, we have a very small audience, but also. Not a very small audience. We have an audience, and it's very yeah. humbling um, that we have, you know, you sweets that listen. Um, it feels like we're we're kind of like a mom pop podcast. You know what I mean? Oh, that's which a great way really, to put it. Which which is great because we can interact with uh, all the sweets. Uh, but it's also been humbling because, um, not to toot our own horns, but I think we have influenced a few people to also do a podcast. So mm-hmm. it's always nice when we get people. People saying like, hey, you helped me launch my podcast. And um, yeah, it feels good. So anyways, it's just it's very humbling on that front, too. It is. It's just exciting to see people that are like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And they start it. It's always a good re. It's always a good idea to expand your horizons and try new things. And if that's podcasting, if that's going out and, you know, uh, taking pictures in the mountains, if that's cooking a new dish. Go out and hear, you know what? TC always does a call to action. I'm going to do a nice little artistic call to action this week. Yes. Go and do something new. Um, whatever that looks like, go and do something new, everyone. I That's like what it. I got. That's and, what I got And, you know, say. the year the year is winding down. Take some time to reflect on 2023 and also take some time to, you know, look at what you want to do for 2024. Watch yeah. more movies, whatever it is. Absolutely. I was create, actually create, looking. Create, mm-hmm. Yeah, create a plan. Create a plan I set and goals. I set goals at the beginning of the year. You know what's so funny is in 2020, maybe 2019, I wrote down on a note card list of goals that I had for myself. And it's really cool. I still have the note card that I wrote the goals down on. I think it was 2020. So three years ago, you know, I had all these goals and I'm very far ahead on all of them. It's pretty unbelievable go, to see that like, oh my gosh, like, you know what I mean? Like I've planned these things and uh, it's very exciting. I do very quickly, maybe this won't be quickly, is um, me and TC both grew up in American Fork, Utah. Okay. And um, there was an old movie theater there that was very near and dear to us. If any of you guys grew up in Utah County, you're probably aware of the Sticky Shoe or the Town Theater. It is under new ownership, and TC, you've probably seen as you've drawn by, it's called Maven Cinemas, and uh, they're a repertory theater, which means that they just do, like, old, they do screenings of old classic movies, 
and their programming, like the movies they're showing and the showtimes, unbelievable. So, uh, you know, I was looking at what they have coming up, and I'm proposing to you that we go watch Empire Strikes Back on December 30th at 4.15 in the afternoon. Would you be down? Are you are you down to go watch Empire Strikes Back? It's the only Star Wars movie I've never seen in theaters. I, Keeks, you know me. I am down. Empire Strikes Back is one of my all-time favorite movies. And I am going to extend this invitation to all you sweets to come and join us. Love it. Even, even better, all of you sweets that are listening, go to Maven Cinemas, go to their website right now, get tickets to come watch Empire Strikes Back with us. It is a Saturday. It's 4.15 p.m. It's probably winter break. I literally can't think of a better activity than 4.15 to go watch like the greatest, one of the greatest Star Wars movies ever made. Um, I, I just, On the big screen. And, shouts, and let me add to that. Yeah, It's going to be cool because it'll be in a vintage theater downtown at American Fork. So we'll be posting about it on our Instagram. Absolutely. I'm going to go buy my tickets. We'll make sure that we're there. Fill up the theater. Support local theaters. This is an incredible opportunity. You know what? Okay. I everyone that always talks about support local businesses, all this stuff. Let's uh let's let's put our money where our mouth is. It's like I think as I, I think I was looking, it's like seven bucks for the ticket. It's half of what you would pay for a normal ticket. It's a matinee, it's Empire Strikes Back. Come watch it with the boys. I think it's just general seating. So we'll show up, we'll get the movie in. Um uh it's kind of a sweet film meetup, but more so than anything, like come through, watch a movie at Maven Cinemas, come support this local theater and like kind of, you know, experience that again, experience that community of going to the movie theater. Yeah, you said it best. So I'm excited. And also Empire Strikes Back is a great December movie with Hoth mm-hmm. and all that. So mm-hmm. it's it just, just bring that magic to the theaters, bring it to the big screen. So I'm hyped. I'm there. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be pushing this out and, giving you guys uh, more details, but yeah, it's going to be exciting. They've only been open since like September, but like I I've been following them on Instagram probably since then. And the movies that they've been playing, they've got bangers like every day, every day. There's like a new great movie that they're showing. So uh, go, go check out Maven cinemas. Um, Go follow them on Instagram, do whatever you can. If you live in the Utah County area, please come through December 30th and, or 15 PM. Yes. Saturday. And they're, their content on their Instagram has been good. So mm-hmm. hats off to Maven for absolutely uh, p- pushing out good content. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, speaking of things that are, uh, you know, I don't want to say that things are heating up. They are kind of cooling down and heating up simultaneously because we had a bunch of new trailers this week. But the one that I really want to talk about, the one that is heating up is that last Dune 2 trailer. Ooh, wow. That was it's a coming. good trailer. It's coming. It's the the train is full stop. Uh, Doc Ock has pulled the brakes. Um, and this time there is no Spider Man there because we're we're riding that train to the very end. We're riding that, we're riding that train to day one opening night. Dune two. Um, what did you think of the trailer? TC Sweet Sour Spoiled. What other thoughts do you have? Uh, ultimate sweet on the sweet scale. It is so sweet. Like my mouth needed to drink some milk afterwards because it was too sweet. <laughs> I. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just made that up. More, <laughs> normally, you drink. You, normally, you drink milk after spicy. So, 
what would you drink after something sweet? Probably water. I'd probably want some cold water to really flush out that sweetness. Anyways, I'm hyped for Dune. I've actually put it up on um on our TV on YouTube and showed Kennedy and our uh Kennedy's brother Cade and uh oh it just rips. I'm s- so excited just to see this another installment. And I think the runtime's like 2 hours and 49 minutes, something like that. Yeah, reportedly. So mm-hmm. I honestly make it three and a half hours. Just make it as long as Killers of the Flower Moon. Give it to me. We would all sit. We we would all enjoy it. I'd drink it in. Don't even give us an intermission. Lock the doors so we have to stay in there and watch the credits too. Yes. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, unbelievable. I showed it to my students in video too. And after the trailer ended, I got a few kids that were like, whoa. That looks really good. Like, I, I don't think it was on there. I always forget that like you and me are like freaks. We I've watched like almost 80 new releases and probably 80% of those new releases. I've gone to a movie theater to watch. And like, we're just yeah. two little freaks that do this. Your average person watches maybe five, maybe 10 movies in theaters. Maybe not even that the, many. That might be really generous the, too. Uh, yeah, I wonder what the average person watches in theaters. Like, just you're kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the movies. I think I, I bet it would be ten. I think ten is accurate. Fifty two weeks in a year, ten. That's one a month yeah. though, almost. I I I kind of think that maybe we're giving people like I don't know it Utah maybe though because it feels like the theaters are packed every day and in Utah. Is so true. There's a lot of there's a lot of film buffs, a lot of cinephiles out there that yeah. just love the movies. So Dune. Man, it looks good. I am so excited. This is the perfect trailer. Give me no more trailers. Just let me stew on these other three trailers mm-hmm. um, and let me get geared up for the movie. Absolutely. Come March, March 1st. Mm-hmm. Any other any other trailers that caught your eye? Any others that you're interested yes. in? Um, Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire. Sheesh. I okay. think this looks a lot. I think it looks fun. I I know Afterlife was a little bit of a meh it was very meh to me mm-hmm. and honestly the original ghostbusters is fine this one looks good it looks hopeful and i like that they're you know bringing in a new ghost and a new like frozen sense with the power so i don't know i thought it was a fun trailer i think it'll probably still be like a b c grade movie but i could be wrong yeah yeah i hope you're not wrong uh or i yeah i, I hope that you're right i hope that it is after, decent th- because I don't know. I'm sick of I, I, a part of me is like, I like getting these nostalgic like reboots, but at the same time, it's like, ugh, oh, my gosh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. I totally understand what you're saying. So I think it could be good. I, I know Afterlife was basically like a reboot with Ghostbusters because those two people got possessed and whatnot. But yeah, anyways, it was very similar to the first one Afterlife was. Mm-hmm. haven't seen the other ghostbusters and i'm not really like running to the screen to watch the other ones but maybe one day i'll i'll binge all the ghostbusters just to say i did yeah i've never seen the second one and i never saw like the 2016 one people always talked yeah. really badly about it but it's like i don't i don't know like i'll i'll see it before i i confirm if it's bad or not totally so anyways uh afterlife what do you think sweet I mean uh frozen empire sweet sour or spoiled the, honestly for me spoiled i just i i uh cool to go watch ghostbusters afterlife for that uh sweet film meetup but it was mainly because there were no other movies 
And now it's like, yeah, yeah that was- I just, I, you can keep it. I don't know. I mean, I will see it. That's the thing is I'll be there opening night yeah. to see it, but I won't want, I won't like it. You'll have to drag me kicking and screaming to go watch it. Wow. Well, I like your honesty. I like your honesty. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say it's sweet. I think it looks kind of fun. I think it looks like a a nice new take. I think the cast could be fun. So um, I'm I'm hopeful, but I'm also like, if it's bad, cool, whatever, move on. Yes. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Well, TC. Uh, I'm as the year is going on, we're kind of getting near. You know, there's only like two more weeks left to the end of the year, and I'm I'm cramming in movies, and I'm curious. Have there been any new releases or anything that you watched? What's what was the favorite thing that you watched this week? That is a good question. I haven't seen any new releases as of late. I have. I'm going to do that after Christmas. I have like five to seven movies that I haven't watched that have been released. So I'm going to pop those out. But I did watch a new first time watch, and that was an Ultimate Bro movie, and that is I Love You, Man. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I did see this. Okay. Okay. Have you seen it? Have no, you seen I, it? I've, I've never seen it, but I saw that you saw it. This is yeah. what I meant to uh, say. Jason Siegel and uh, is it Seagal or Siegel? How do you pronounce I, it? I think it's Siegel. Yeah. Siegel and Paul Rudd. I think the premise is actually really funny. It's something that I've never really have seen before where Paul Rudd is getting married to Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones has all these bridesmaids and they're planning the big wedding. But Paul Rudd has like no friends. He has like no guy dude dude friends and okay so rashida jones is like who you gonna ask as a best man and she's like well i can ask maybe this guy from work and the guy from work is just a total you know tool and so you get to see him you're like ah and paul rush just a nice guy like very charming but just kind of awkward like he's having a hard time connecting with guys and then he meets uh jason siegel and they become you know it just it's just really interesting to see like this guy go on mandates and kind of get a best man for his wedding. So I thought it was pretty charming. I I thought it was pretty charming. I thought it was a nice feel good movie. It's a total like bro movie. Um, There's some conflict that happens between Paul Rudd and Rashida Jones, but she's not like the villain and good jokes, good writing, a nice, just a little over a buck and a half, but I I would give it an A minus sweet. I thought it was really funny and I really liked the story. Okay. I, you know, I, I I love, there's nothing better than get it watching a good comedy. Yeah, and I I really think like it is a very underrated comedy from those you know late two thousands that has kind of gone underneath you know the rug. I think it's very underrated. So if you're looking for a new comedy, I think this is a great watch. It's a total. It's a good bro movie that like makes you really think about the friends that you have. Yeah, and so. you, you know at least coming from my end, very very grateful that you are my friend. One of one of my best friends, a great friend, and I didn't know that. I love you, man. What that 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 was the premise. I I I just remember it coming out, and I don't remember much more about it. But thanks for being a good friend. Yeah, no, TC, dude. Likewise, I just everybody call to action. Just give a give a hug to your good friends out there. <laughs> send them a text. Send <laughs> them some memes. Uh, it's nice to have friends, you know, and it's nice to have not only friends but like good best friends. So, geeks, feel the same way, dude. And I'm gonna even add to that. Plan a Halo night with them. Get some Sacred. game fuel, get some Little Caesars pizza, get some hot honey on that Little Caesars pizza, and go play a few hours of Halo this weekend with your best friend. It's a game changer. It really it is. is. So, yeah, I love you, man. Very funny watch. Uh, good time. 
So I did watch a new release this week. Um, it's a, it came out in August, and I don't think I've reviewed it yet, but okay. I watched Gran Turismo. Oh, oh, you you, were te- you texted me that you were watching it. What what did you think? Fine. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's about thirty minutes too long, and uh, <laughs> this is okay. So this is like how out of the loop I am about racing. I'm watching it, and there's like fifteen minutes left, and I lean over to Becky, and I'm like, I'm like, why does this movie even exist? Like. Like Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen have won like every year for the last 10 years. Like, why do we care about this guy? And she looks at me and she's like, no, that's that's form that's Formula One. This is this is a totally different thing. Uh, so I'm sitting there watching this movie, expecting like, you know, to see Lewis Hamilton and these F1 guys only to like just now realize, oh, they're they, what I'm watching is not even in the same realm as that Formula One stuff. It's like a totally yeah. different thing. Um, and still, like, that actually, had I thought of that, maybe I would have liked it a little bit better, but it it never feels, it never, there never feel like there's really any stakes. It doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of conflict. He he bounces back pretty quickly. Man, David Harbour in it, though. I got two comments about some of the acting, okay? David Harbour, a treasure. Just mm. a real sweet guy, really great performance in it, elevating every scene he's in. Every scene that he's in, man, so good. The next one, my next comments are not as kind because Orlando Bloom, I, I was thinking about it as I'm watching him in it. One, he's old now. Like, he looks old now. And two, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was direction. I don't know what it was, but he flat bad uh, performance uh, just he just doesn't have it anymore and i don't know if it's the the director i don't know what it was but i was like oh my gosh this cannot be the same guy that was will turner and legolas like it's just i don't know i don't know what it was maybe it's just a nice uh uh get the bag king movie but it, it was tough it was a tough watch uh, you know sometimes you need to get the bag movie and that could have been what he did yeah, he pulled a Michael Caine, and I've never seen the film, but I've seen the, the house it bought, and that is very nice, you know? Oh a Jaws 4 kind of thing. All-time all comment, all-time comment. Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. What's your what's your grade for... Uh, it's like a C. It's like a C suite. There, there's nothing... There's It's got some good moments, but the interesting moments that it includes in the beginning... Uh, kind of disappear as the movie goes on and then it comes back in the last like five, 10 minutes. And it's kind of weird to see them not commit to this visual storytelling telling style that they start to do a lot in the beginning, in the first act of the movie. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I've also started uh leave the world behind. So I've been watching that one on Netflix, really excited for rebel moon next week. Wow. I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am to watch that, uh, that film and rebel, whether moon? it's good or not. Yeah, the new Zack Snyder movie. Oh, shoot. I haven't really heard of anything. Part one, A Child of Fire. Yeah. So so apparently the rumor is that this was his pitch for a Star Wars film like ten, like five years ago or something like that. And they didn't like it. So he's just taken the idea and made his own movie. Interesting. Yeah. Exciting. So okay. I'm very excited okay. to watch this, it. This looks like a hodgepodge. Yeah, sure does. Okay. I'll, I'll get I'll give it a watch. Action epic, adventure epic, fantasy epic, sci-fi epic, action, adventure, drama, fantasy, sci-fi. That's what it says on IMDb. Yeah. 
too many too, too many genres so i'm excited to see if it sucks or if it doesn't suck what what is it you know what i mean i want to know yeah. yeah cool well i'll yeah. give that a watch um so yeah i would imagine uh, the next couple of weeks our what did we watch or fave <laughs> fave things we watched is gonna be thank you is gonna be jam-packed we're coming down to the wire baby i'm yeah. hyped I'm hyped to do our top 10 first time watch and theater new release, which will be on January 8th. Everybody. Sure will. Sure, sure will. Now, we, we everyone, need a week to stew over. I think we do. I've watched at this point. I'm yeah. almost at 200. And my goal for this year was to watch 225. So uh, I feel Ooh. very confident I'm going to make it. Man, good yeah. for you. Just going to keep going okay. and going. TC, let's do it. It's draft time. You are picking first. Let's... These are I letter movies. All right. Any movie that begins with the letter I, we can take it. It yep. is up for grabs. I've got a few here, and I think they're gonna last me, but boy, oh boy, this this there are some heaters in the letter I. I'll tell you what. It, I was actually it was so funny his last take when we were like, what's an I movie? And we're like, oh, I robot. And then I started thinking, I was like, no, that is at the bottom of the list for what I <laughs> not even it's not even in my like short list of no. films to draft. Nope. Amen. Uh anyways, I got washed. I got washed last draft. I think mm-hmm. picking heat instead of home alone was a foolish pick. Had I picked home alone, I think I would have been in a little bit more competitive. Yeah, so. it, and we talk about it every week. It's like y- the sweets vote, and not every sweet is like a you know, deep in their bag, watch a lot of movies. Some of them only watch a handful of movies every year. So it's fun yeah. to think of, okay, you know, that it's it's hard to draft sometimes. It is because you want to go with your favorites, but also you want to go with your hybrid. So I think last take, last take, last letters, I went with my favorites, what I want. And then I think that yep. kind of backfired. Yep. So, okay. With my first pick, I'm going with honestly one of my favorite movies. I think this goes for a lot of people too. And that is number one, Interstellar. Okay. Okay. So I figured you were going to pick this one, which leaves me in kind of a tough situation. Um, Oh my gosh. I knew that this would be hard because it's like, all right, which one are you going to take after this one? So I'm going to take a little bit of a risk. um, And I'm going to go Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Perfect. I knew you were going to take that. I knew you were yep. going to take that. Yep. Okay. You're going to be surprised probably at this next pick because you're, you're probably thinking I'm going to pick another Nolan movie, but we're going to sidebar and we're going to go with one of the greatest superhero movies ever, and that is The Incredibles. Dang it. Dang it. Gosh. Okay. Well, actually, that does actually make me kind of excited. So I'm going to take Inception. Um, okay. I, I didn't know if I was going to get it. And The Incredibles was like right there on the, one of the tops of my lists. So uh, getting Inception at a number two feels like incredible value for me. Yeah. Okay. I'm at a crossroads here because there's two movies that I want to pick, but I think I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with my guns here. Okay. Tis the season. We're going with It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, what? Oh, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> You, what you didn't think that was gonna happen? No, I, I that's that's wild. Wow, um, wow. Oh my gosh, I like did not think that that wasn't even. I like, love it. It's, it's hey, interesting. You gotta have a surprise. 
Yeah, I love It's a Wonderful Life. It's good. I think a lot of people do love it, but it might be that might be what kicks me down is It's a Wonderful Life. But we'll hey. see. Well, uh, we'll for my third pick, man, incredible value. I'm taking Inglorious Bastards at number three. Okay, I figured you're probably going to take that. Mm -hmm. Um, with my fourth pick, I'm going to take Iron Man. Okay, I knew it. I kind of, I figured that one was going to. All right, I figured that one was going to be the next one. Okay. Uh, all right. So I'm kind of running. I feel not like that. I'm running low, but. Like we kind of have gone through, and so I, I'm 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 considering doing this. Do I do it? Ooh, I'm so excited! We're gonna pick. This is your fourth pick, right? Yeah, we're on four. I'm gonna have five after this. Is my fourth pick. Oh, so many oh, there's so many good ones. Um, but one of them I don't think many people have seen, so I'm not gonna. I'm not going to take that one. Um, sheesh. Oh, no, dude. This is so hard. <laughs> it's hard, man. The eyes are hard. There's so many good ones, too. Um, But I kind of want to add some levity to my list. So I'm going to take Inside Out at my number four. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So that's what we're going to go there. And then uh, we're going to see. We're going to see if I, can, if I can pull another. Yeah. All right. What is your what is your last pick? What's your five? Oh, my gosh. I, I think this one's hard. In this Inside Out, that was a good pick. That was also on my list. Um, ah. Okay. I think I got to go with this one because I love it. I think it's a ton of fun. It's a little bit of a guilty pleasure, but I also think a lot of people really like it, and that is Independence Day. Uh, dude, that's so funny. I was like, I think you're going to pick Independence Day. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know me, was, dude. Yeah, dude. That you was like, me. yeah, in my mind, I'm like, I think he might pick Independence Day. Wow, that is good, good fun pick, too. I have. I think my list is very diverse and unique. I have an old movie with "It's a Wonderful Life." I have mm -hmm. an animated movie, one of the best with The Incredibles. I have one of the best space odysseys, most original scripts in a while. Interstellar, four Iron Man, a great superhero movie, and five Independence Day, a blast, a blockbuster. I'm feeling pretty good about my list. I see because with mine, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Top 10 greatest movie of all time. Inception, which Easy. is one of the like most inventive blockbusters we've ever had. And Glorious Bastards, having Quentin Tarantino on there, I think that's a big one. Inside Out, sure. which many regard as the great, like one of the greatest Pixar movies ever. And so I can go a few ways here. I'm really tempted in taking Last Crusade. Oh, you have oh, but we I thought we made the rule. I thought we made the rule. You can't have two Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. If that's what we're gonna do, that's okay. Uh, I I'm not gonna take it, but I was just kind of because I've already done it, and so I'm just seeing. See, I was, I was thinking about taking that in my fifth spot, but I was like, you know what, Keeks can have Indiana Jones. I like Indiana Jones. I love it. It's a blast, but I wanted more variety. Yeah, I get that. Uh... Hmm. 
Oh gosh, man, that's so hard. <laughs> Insomnia. Just kidding. The, <laughs> the worst. The worst uh Chris Nolan movie that he's made. Um this is really hard, but you know what? For my last pick, I think that this is one that people loved. Um, I've got some, like, I've got some kind of, like, uh, different stuff in here, but I'm going to take I Am Legend at my last pick. Okay. It's actually not a bad one. Yeah, Will that Smith. That wasn't even on my that wasn't even on my list, but that's actually a pretty good pick. I think that's a classic junior high watch. Oh, yeah. I went to the movie theater and saw that with my mom. I remember when that came out, like sending, like going to go watch it with my mom in the movie theaters and just super tense. And it was probably one of my favorite movies I'd ever seen when I was, you know, like a teenager. Yeah. So what what were some I, other ones that you were thinking of? Um. So my list, this was like the 13 movies I had just kind of like written down. I had Interstellar, Inception, It's a Wonderful Life, The Incredibles, Iron Man, Inglorious Bastards, Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, Inside Out, mm -hmm. I, Tanya, In Bruges, Independence Day, Ice Age, and then Incendies. Those were kind of like my list, my top eyes. Yeah, I had In the Mood for Love. That was one of them that I didn't pick, but I was like, honestly, Ooh. like I love That's that one. movie. I think about that movie quite often. I was thinking about the movie It, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that would like... I like that one, but I think I am legend. If we're going to go kind of the horror realm, that's, that's one of the better ones to go with. Yeah. Um, I, th I think, I think this might be one of the most competitive votings we get. I think so too. Yeah. I, I would be shocked if one of us blew out the other one. I would say if I had to lean on a winner, I could see you winning because of your first three, but also the Incredibles was in the championship game. I think it was in the championship game for March Movie Madness. It wasn't. I remember right, for animation. It was Shrek or Shrek 2, which was in the championship game. It, I guess oh, in the final right. four. It was in the final yeah. four, I think. But Yeah, it came out of the, it came out of the Pixar bracket. So I think it The Incredibles did. is a great pick. Were you going to take The Incredibles with your second pick? Um, If I remember right, I think I was... Yeah, because you thought I was. Did you, did you think I was going to take Inception? I did. I thought you were going to take Inception after I took Indiana Jones. I just knew, like Indiana Jones for me is so. I, I'm curious to see if that one plays as well with the sweets as it does in my head, because I yeah. love Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, but Incredibles. I don't. It's funny though, because I do feel like Pixar wise, people have kind of not like gone down on Incredibles, but it almost feels underrated still. Totally. Yeah. I think The Incredibles is my favorite Pixar movie. It's like top five animated movies for me. So mm -hmm. I'm excited. Okay. Well, we'll post this later. Um, again, let's go through your, my list was Interstellar, The Incredibles. It's a wonderful life. Uh, you're, that was that, that was a shocker to you. <laughs> yeah. Iron Man and Independence Day. Yeah. I got, I got Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Inception, and Glorious Bastards, Inside Out, and I Am Legend. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Very unique. Be good. Two Curious to see lists. how this does. Huh? I said two unique lists. Re Honestly, they are. Like, yours feels a little bit more and like everyone has seen yours, but mine's like, if you've seen mine, you really love them too. So yeah. I think this could yeah. really, this is going to be a really tough one.
It's going to be close. Our first couple drafts, though, were within like three votes of each other. They were really close. These more recent ones have been blowouts mainly. I won letter A and B. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I won letter E. And then you won letter F. And you won letter H. And then uh, C, I wasn't there for letter C. That was a fun movie club. Letter D, Becky won that one. So and I took second in that yeah. one as well. So head, yeah. So you've gotten second with the groups, which is basically like a moral win right there. So, anyways, excited. Okay, let's do it. Let's talk about these double double header, baby. Let's do it. Let's do a uh, bath, aka Boy in the Hair, and written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki. It is his return to films after his uh, previous retirement with The Wind Rises. But this is the Boy in the Heron. Uh, what is the kid's name? I forget. Mahito? Mahito. Mahito. Uh, a young boy living in World War II Japan moves with his father to the countryside to live with his new mother, um, where he does, where he um, is approached by a gray heron and invites him into a mythical world that's kind of time-bendy and weird. Um, apparently, Hayao Miyazaki is working on a new film as well, so we'll see if this is the last one or if we get another one, but... I think the main thing that I want to say from this is it's so exciting to see the Studio Ghibli logo back on the screen with written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki, you know, in in the stratosphere, possible Mount Rushmore of greatest directors of all time. Um, So my big thing is it was really great to see this movie here. And TC, I told you that I had a good comparison for it. yeah, and I'm not gonna lie. My comparison, first off, I have not felt so disconnected from general consensus on a film since "Sorry to Bother You." Wow, I, I that's I, a comparison. I just i i i i understand that it's a good movie on paper. You watch it, mm. you're like, "Wow, this is the sh- the frames, the shots." Um, the storytelling is super unique. I just did not connect with it almost at all the entire runtime of the film. Um, uh, a lot of ideas for me felt really rushed. And then certain aspects of the film, like, you know, uh, generational, I don't know if trauma is the right word, um, legacy and what that means. I felt like they were they were all connected in, in a very convoluted way and i just it did not connect with me and people were laughing and enjoying the film and i was sitting there being like you know you don't have to laugh at it just because hayao miyazaki made the movie like uh, i don't know it it just it was kind of a whiff for me and i didn't get it yeah well it's, it's i'm funny curious to you see were like your thoughts yeah, it's funny because you were like, I didn't love it when you texted me, and then you have a B plus tweet on Letterboxd. <laughs> I mean, that I you know, was... here's the thing is it's like even as you know, um, for me as a critic, um, it's like, hmm. Well, I was just gonna say, is that more so on the technical side of yeah. things? Yeah, yeah, I recognize that like there's a lot of the fact that the ideas there are so deep is really commendable, but like this, it just didn't connect with me at all. Yeah. That kind of felt, I kind of felt the same way with tar last year. Like for me, tar was like, okay, cool. Kate Blanchett. Really good. This seems like a really good movie. I can understand that's a good movie, but I was like, nah, didn't connect with it as much as other people did with tar. Um, 
Yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't really disagree with you because I've only seen like four or three other Miyazaki films. Mm-hmm. Um, but this kind of had the similar vibes of like Spirited Away and Totoro. What I mean by that is Mahito kind of travels to a new world and kind of discovers new things. So it has that adjacent feel to it. That's mainly like my comparison. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it it is a little bit like kind of all over the place. It was a little like kind of hard to follow. Like what is the greater theme of this? Is it uh, Miyazaki's like childhood of like, didn't he lose his mother? And then like his father was like difficult with him and he had to adapt. I feel like it is more of Mahito like grieving and trying to um, transition into this new phase of life where he's moving. He has a new stepmom. He has a new uh, uh Brother or sister, I forgot who who the mom's pregnant with. Um, yeah, I think it's coming a new into the world, and so it's just like a new responsibility. And you can tell he's a little somber when he comes to his new home and he's taken the tour. He just seems like very much like what is going on. So I loved the the animation was great. I thought the score was good. I do agree with what you said, like how people were laughing in the theater. I didn't really find much of the movie very funny. There were funny like moments, but it didn't really hit my funny bone so but on like the side of like the animation being cool and kind of being like whimsical and a little bit on the um weird side because mm-hmm. to me personally like when you go to watch a miyazaki film they're pretty weird they're pretty out there and yeah this lines up with that they're pretty they're magical you can use the word magical too as well mm-hmm. and that's what this movie definitely portrays is that magical kind of weirdness a little quirky and i think there are some greater themes of this i think like with the creator of that world uh the great uncle it seems like he's wanting to pass down is that like a theme for miyazaki looking to for somebody to pass down his work and ghibli down to probably yeah that was my thought the whole time is it's like is this like a and and then it has like the sun aspect so i'm like is this like another goro stand-in movie um it just yeah, I, I kind of sat there for a long time being like, okay, I appreciate what this is, but it it just didn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. So it's, you I, know. I won't I, lie, I felt, <laughs> I, I won't lie, I fell asleep for like 10 minutes. I was so tired <laughs> and I woke up. I'm like, wait, who's this girl? And what are they doing on a ship and f- and there's a bunch of pelicans coming in. And then I was like, okay, I'm awake now. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, no, I think the animation looks really, really pretty. And Miyazaki, I think, you know, he's in his bag, he's cooking, but also I don't think it really works as good as like Princess Mononoke, Totoro or Spirited Away, or even Howl's Moving Castle, which mm-hmm. those are the four that I've seen, which I love, or the three, is that three? And Kiki's Delivery Service, so I've seen four. Oh, yeah. Okay. So those, those four. Like those are really good and I really enjoyed those watches. But this one I would say is definitely my fifth favorite out of those four. I'd rather watch those four. Yeah. I, I think for me, Castle in the Sky is still my least favorite. Um I haven't seen that one. If, I'm sure like once I've watched all of them, this will probably be more in the middle. But yeah, uh, even though, you know, I'm giving it a B plus, like everyone's going to be like, okay, like you didn't like it, but you're still giving it a good grade. And it's like, again, like I... I understand why it works and for me why it's why it's technically good. I don't know. 
plus sweet. It should. I don't know. Maybe the way that I talk about it, but I can't. I can't be like, well, I didn't get it, so it's bad. You know what I mean? Like that for me, that doesn't fly. Yeah. So yeah. maybe one day I can be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I'm gonna give it an A minus sweet. I'm gonna stick with my guns here. I thought it was pretty sweet and magical. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't understand everything, but. That was kind of fine for me not to like understand everything and feel sure. like I had to fall. I was just kind of, I was kind of entertained. It was just kind of like magical. Kind of felt like a kid again watching. Yeah. And, and it was my first time seeing Miyazaki on the big screen. And I love watching anime and watching subtitles. It's cool. So mm-hmm. A minus sweet for me. Okay. Overall, I mean, like, I think everyone should go see it. And dude, the theater was packed. Packed. When did you watch? What time did you watch it? It was like three o'clock on Saturday. So like good time, you know, it makes sense, but it was really cool yeah. to see that like these these big foreign films are really connecting with 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 American audiences. That that's huge. Like yeah. that that is a win in and of its own. Whether I liked it or not, I don't really care. As long as people are going to the movie theater to go see it, that's fine. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So I want to see what 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 was the box office? Done pretty well. I know it's probably reached like what maybe 80 million in the United States, maybe a little less. Uh, Top box but, office. It got weekend gross. This last week one was five point two. Total gross is twenty three point one. Okay. So, okay, doing all right. Yeah, doing pretty yeah. decent business in the United States. So that's good. Uh, well, see, because what I'm seeing is okay, has surpassed a hundred million dollars at the box office globally. Fifty six million coming from Japan. So awesome. Hmm. Honestly, yeah. I'll say it. Like I think. Um, Oh, what was the one that we want? What was the Makoto Shinkai movie that came out this year? That Suzume. was Suzume. I think I like Suzume more than I like this. Yeah, I would rather see Suzume again than Boy in the Heron. But overall, go watch Godzilla minus one. Go watch Boy in the Heron. <laughs> two incredible Japanese films that are in theaters right now. Which brings sure. us now to a movie that I will describe as adequate which is Paul King's Wonka starring Timothy Chalamet. Um, Olivia Coleman is in it. Um, Keegan-Michael Key is in it and featuring uh, uh, periodic uh, appearances by Sally Hawkins as well. And this is the origin tale of how Willy Wonka came to be with his factory and the struggles and the people that he helps along the way in order to make it work. TC, what did you think of Wonka? I'm curious. Um, I actually, I, I liked Wonka. I actually thought it was pretty cute. I thought it was fun. I okay. liked the music in it. It was so funny because I was telling my father-in-law, he's not a big musical guy, but I was like, yeah, it's like a light musical. And he came and watched it. And the opening scene is just Timothy Chalamet singing on the top of the ship, like right from the get go. I was like, oh, maybe it's not a light musical. <laughs> maybe this is pretty heavy. <laughs> Did you? I still think. I still think I stand by that. I still think it is a light musical. I think there's what, like six or seven musical things? Yeah, it's it. not a ton, though. Yeah. Did but you what were you notice? Gonna say? Like, was the singing was weird. It, it all, like, it was all, it was all very obvious. I mean, you know, it's a musical. Like, they're not singing in camera, but I would have liked a little bit more effort of it to look like they were singing in camera. Some of the wide shots, it looked like looks like the mouths like aren't even moving for the characters. It's just kind of yeah, it feels very 
I don't know, like, we'll just add it all in and post and we'll just get some good shots, but we're not super worried about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel like there were definitely a couple of times where I was like, Timothy Chalamet's lips doesn't look like they're moving, but they're seeing happening here. Yeah. So uh-huh. it wasn't enough to be like, oh, my gosh, that's so jarring. That's egregious. I'm going to dock this a whole letter grade. No, um, uh-uh. But overall, I thought the musical sequences were a lot of fun. I thought it was cute. And uh, I love the relationship that Wonka friendship that Wonka had with Noodle and kind of the situation he gets with gets in, gets gets himself in with like the little um, the end that he stays at. I thought that was a nice little conflict and he has to kind of bend around things. I did like the magic side of things that Wonka was kind of a magician. He like states that yeah. he wanted to be a magician and there's definitely moments where he's pulling stuff out of his top hat. Um but yeah, I I would have even liked a little bit more into like um, his mom and kind of his love for chocolate. It's definitely there, but even like maybe a couple more flashbacks would have been nice. Um, but yeah, I thought it was cute and fun. I think this is a great Christmas movie for families to go see. I think maybe could have been tightened up by 15 minutes because I think it will lose some kids' interest because it is a little long. It's, yeah. you know, I think it's what, over a little bit, over two hours? I like think it was right? under. It is under. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, technically, it's, I think it's like, like an hour 56 or something. Yeah. So I think if they tighten it up by like 10 to 15 minutes, because I think some kids will probably check out, but it does have a lot of good color in it. Um, it's pretty witty. There are some funny moments as well. So for me, I'm going to give it a B plus sweet. I thought, I thought it hit the mark. I thought I had to do what I had to do. I'm not a huge Willy Wonka guy. I do like the OG with Gene Wilder. I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I thought it was pretty good. I'm not I'm not offended by it at all. Uh for me it's a I think I have it at a B sweet, maybe B minus sweet. My biggest thing is is I don't know what they they they're they're using the Willy Wonka like motifs from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory from the 70s, but did we all watch a different movie cuz that movie is not like Willy Wonka is like a recluse and like kind of a charlatan and a not a good guy. And this one, it's like, uh, he's sweet and helped the girl find her mom. And I just don't understand how they exist. Are they in the same universe? Are they just taking music from it, but it's still a different thing? Um, Because now it's like, okay, well, what happened between now and him being Gene Wilder to turn him to this curmudgeon that's like so, so trepidatious around like people and humanity? Yeah. Is that what you meant by your logical inconsistencies on your review? Yeah, that and like you must choose between your friends or never making chocolate again. And then he makes the choice and then he just goes and gets to make chocolate again. Like it doesn't feel like there's any real stakes or consequences for these characters. Like the beginning of the movie, they get put into that boiler room, but they never really get in trouble. Like they leave all the time and there's no real consequences for them. I don't know. It just feels like they're invented to kind of give you some, some phony stakes uh, to give our characters mm-hmm. some fake conflict that doesn't really exist. Yeah. Um, Well, I feel like with that, they were kind of leaving because they applauded for that other guy, that security honcho guy mm-hmm. to kind of, be handsome and then she olivia coleman's character was like oh i'm interested and so that was a distraction for her for them to slip out uh sure but i guess like for it to last <laughs> that whole time it i mean it, you know and it, it might sound like we're, we're ripping this thing to shreds i think there's a lot of great direction and a lot of fun editing in there some pretty like solid set pieces as well but it's it's a pretty adequate run-of-the-mill film 
Go take your family to it. I'm sure you can distract your children for a couple hours with Willy, with Wonka. Yeah. No, I, I, I think what you said about June Wilde, that's a good point that he is a recluse. He is kind of like a little, a little, he's brood in the June Wilde one. So mm-hmm. I bet they make another installment. They maybe they make two more and they show that development of him being, you know, who he is and how we know him today. Assuming people so. show up, which I don't think people are, but hopefully I'm wrong. Yeah, I'll, I'll. I think I'll. I think I will do okay. I think honestly, this movie will be fine in the theaters. I don't think it's going to break any records, but I do like Paul King. I thought Paul King was a good choice for this. Yeah, I do and too. I really, I really, th- I thought the scrub, scrub boiler, boiler room mm-hmm. musical sequence was fun. I yeah, was some good, good moments. Yeah, definitely some good moments. Yeah. Okay. Love it. I think. Yeah. Fun movie. Did what I had to do for me personally. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but everyone, you know, this was a good double header. It was a good take. Next week, we're very excited because we're bringing a few guests on to do an ultimate Christmas movie draft. So we're going to have a few rounds. There's going to be four of us there. It's going to be, you know, who's going to be stuck with Santa Claus is coming to town kind of a thing. But I love I love a good draft. We both love a good draft. And TC. May the best man win for our letter I draft. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. Um, I will not be here next week, everybody. Stay sweet. Have a Merry Christmas. I will be back for the following take to do Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very excited. Um, also, buy tickets Saturday, December 30th, 4.15 p.m. Empire Strikes Back. Maven Cinemas and American Fork. We're going to be there. Pull up. Fill up the auditorium. Support this awesome local business that's doing some really cool stuff. And until next time, please stay so sweet. Sweet. Sweet.